welcome to the Fable Few, uh, where we just found out, we meaning I, just found out that last week's footage was completely unusable. Ah ha ha, y'all don't get to hear about my drunken antics from New Jersey. Y'all don't get to hear about my drunken antics from New Jersey. (laughs) It is safe. The cliff notes are that Gray almost drowned a person and got blackout drunk intentionally. Yeah. And Gray likes to kill people when they're drunk. I when he's okay. drunk. You know what? The context is important. At least at least more yeah. you, 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 Here, tell you, us the context you, since this yeah. is a this is the first time our audience <laughs> will hear about this. Yeah. Okay, listen. <laughs> it was a completely consensual murder oh. attempt. Okay. We were both drunk, oh. though, so People I don't know how far that killed. goes. Is uh, is I assisted suicide legal in New Jersey? I Everything's legal in New Jersey. Everything, huh? Oh. awful. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Evidently. Okay, listen. He was like... Why don't you just drown me? Everything sucks. And I was blackout drunk, so I don't remember this, but I just went, okay. <laughs> and then I grabbed him by the throat, and then I pushed him <gasps> on the water. <laughs> oh, did I, I not tell you I that did. part? No, no, you no, didn't no, tell no, me that you no, grabbed no, him no, by the throat. I thought you just pushed from the top of the head like a... like a. <laughs> no, I did a lot of neck grabbing. <laughs> you just headlocked him. Straddled him. <laughs> Listen, you're gonna you're, you're gonna give like that guy like a a new fetish. No, it that. was he already had the fetish. He oh, bold of you to assume it's already, not already his. You know what? Yeah, yeah I have. Oh no, the very the very tall six one goth is choking me and drowning me. No, no, will someone please stop them? <laughs> they know. You joke, they but know. That, he, I'm not very joking. Much like they that. know. <laughs> You know, <laughs> he got me chicken nuggets yesterday, oh. so that's cool. <laughs> well, there you oh. go. Reward, reward kind of for nuggets? good work. <laughs> honest pay for honest work. Honest pay for honest work. <laughs> McDonald's. He was he was driving his boyfriend down to uh, Annapolis, where he lives, and was like, "Hey, I'm stopping by uh, Baltimore," and I was like. Hell yeah, let's get chicken nuggets. And then we did. It was great. And then we talked about, go. me and his boyfriend talked about, uh, his name's Reed. He's a, he's a gem. Uh-huh. Talked about what kind of gem? For a long time. Like, like a, like, like a oh. fuchsia. He's fruity. Oh. He's a little fruity. <laughs> he's a little fruity. We're all a little fruity. Yeah, We, we all had the, the, um, the modern gay man, uh, hair tied back. Yeah, like yeah. hair t- half up, half down. There's a uh, the the updo. The updo. The updo. The man bun. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, you know, um, you got you know. <laughs> oh right, that's what it's called. <laughs> and I can put it in a bun. <laughs> and um, I can put it in a bun. If you're an evil Jimmy, I'm a. I have bonds. no idea what you guys are talking The Adventure about. Time bit is what you're referencing, right? It's a TikTok. Oh. Oh, no. Audio. Like, top knot. I meant, oh, I meant like, like Edo period Japan top knot. Like, <laughs> like Zuko? Like the, like the little tiny <laughs> thing that sits at the top of your head that they roll into like a little mohawk. Like a yeah. samurai. I hate like, that. I so, said, like, so like Zuko. what Zuko had what? at the Zuko. end where they put the little like cuff link around yeah. it. At yeah, the end, like where they, when they were crowning him as Fire Lord, that is what he was yeah. thinking of. Oh, that reminded like me of Zuko. of the weirdest movie that was for the for a long time my favorite movie when I was very little, and that movie was The Last Samurai, the Tom Cruise movie. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry. I know, when I was when I was when I was little, I had a fascination with feudal Japan, and it was a good movie at the time. <laughs> At the time. Oh, one of the cats is trying to get in here. I can hear them clawing my carpet. <laughs> They're attacking the floor. Oh, they are. I just want oh, you all man. to know. I sit here. Our new, our new cat, uh, our new cat June is starting show. to be <gasps> explorative, and that means that um, all of the dumb things that my 
my mother does is now leading to the cat doing bad things. Like, just she just leaves, she constantly complains that the cat tracks water everywhere, but she leaves the toilet seat up every single time. <laughs> so the cat just <laughs> your mother leaves the toilet yeah, seat up. Yes. So the cat just crush. so the cat Isn't just it, jumps it, in, stands in the water, gets her feet wet, and goes, mm, and then jumps out. <laughs> Didn't like that. And then like we have a Didn't we like have that. we have a screen door and a front door. And my mom likes to uh just leave the front door open with the screen door to let in the air so it like m- makes the house not uh stuffy. But she the screen window has been broken for 5 years and we haven't fixed it. And now the cat has figured out she can jump through that and just leave the house. <laughs> And two oh, times no. now, my mom has. <laughs> Your mother's Two times now, my mom has had to run out and lead the cat back. Not, but not, not bright enough <gasps> oh, to realize that the cat won't respond to clapping and yelling, and doesn't just grab the laser pointer to lead the cat back into the house. <laughs> so like, your mom a, is is a, a gem. Nurse. Every time I hear about her. Your mom sounds like one of those um, oh, NPCs that you have to protect. What, like an escort? Escort mission? Like, fire. like Ashley Graham like in Resident inside. Evil 4? Like <laughs> Where you throw her in a bin and say, stay, stay here. here. I'm going to shoot zombies now. Look, it's like, look, you stay here in the garbage. I'm Leon S. Kennedy and, and I'm I'll sexy as hell. Take- <laughs> stay here. <laughs> Now listen to here while I have an argument with uh, short person here. Napoleon. <laughs> I was born in this hole and I will die in this hole. <laughs> AJ's just gotten us saying that, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, hate that you called me out for that. Aries keeps saying I was born in this hole and I'll die in this hole. <laughs> so everyone else keeps we saying We were discussing it. Avatar as we usually do this morning. They got you know what that line that. is from, right? I don't. What's her Ice Age. <laughs> it is from Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ice Age one's a good that movie. You think God stays in heaven because he fe- he too fears what he created? It's from Spy Kids two. I think that is, it is from Spy Kids. <laughs> do you think 2. the squirrel from Ice Age Scrat? is like Scrat? Do it, do, yeah, <laughs> I love I love that you that you all had that name so immediate, so <laughs> on deck. Yeah. That's ancient knowledge. You're, you're more That's cultured ancient, than I am. Ooh, <laughs> I wouldn't say cultured. <laughs> it was kind of it was advertised to hell. What's to the one movie you were obsessed with as a child and you'd watched over and over and over again, like a psychopath? Mm. Uh, hmm. I had a couple Nightmare Before Christmas. For I don't. Me. Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet's a good. That's one, a good yeah. one to have. Treasure, Treasure Planet, Planet that, was definitely up there. I don't think I've ever obsessed about a movie where I'd watch it over and over and over again, but I watched Treasure Planet once a day for, like, that's, a year. That's a that's lot, Vezha. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of Treasure Planet. To be fair, I also owned, I owned like, I don't know, maybe three, uh, three um, VCR tapes, so I watched all of those movies oh, over and I over and over again. Like. The Polar yeah, Express, not the Polar Express, uh, was it? The Golden mm-hmm. Compass was another one that I watched. Oh, that's My, not a uh, good movie. That was uh, a terrible <laughs> movie. But it was, I, I had it on VCR, so I watched it over and over and over again. I know what, what mine is. What is it? Lilo hmm. and Stitch. <gasps> You're cultured. My, of course I'm cultured. My my little sister, I, by that I mean my little sister, really little, because my, my dad remarried, she, I think she's like six Give now. us an age, six, six or eight. Now, but for like three, for medium seven, for like, do you want to go middle three, road there? For three years, the only thing she would watch was Finding Nemo. Hmm. That was another one that I was like, I was always watching. My friend in high school, uh, basically Disney Pixar. When, uh, when the Iron Giant came to Netflix, my friend in high school watched it every day, every single day oh. for like, I don't know, half a year. Mm-hmm. Really, that is also very cultural. A lot of Iron he really Giant. likes Brad Bird's work. I, he's a, um, he's a good animator. I watched Hercules a lot as a kid. Mm. It was like my favorite movie, like ever. And um, when I grew up, Wasn't I Vin learned. Diesel in Iron Giant, I, 
Danny DeVito. Vin Diesel? Oh, I thought you were talking Who? about Hercules. What? I was talking about Hercules. What movie are Wizavez talking about? No, in Iron, in Giant. Iron Giant. Wasn't Vin Diesel in that? I don't know. No idea who that is. Anyway. Someone the guy with the goatee? <laughs> guy there's, there's many people with Nick a goatee. Not voiced by Vin Diesel. It doesn't um, matter. Anyway. But I learned that apparently people considered Hercules to be an inferior movie, which boils to me what? in rage to my very core because Hercules is an amazing movie. In what do they think it's inferior to, Gray? Because they were like, like two. Uh, well, was, like what movie is better than Hercules? Oh, <laughs> it was so dumb. But it's like describing Disney movies in like one sentence, and it's like, "Bless my soul, this movie's forgettable." And I remembered that, and I don't know who said it. I don't know. Oh, Jello Apocalypse. Fuck that guy. Vin Diesel. Vin <laughs> Diesel voices he also, he also the titular did Iron the... Giant. Ah, mm-hmm. really? He does a, yeah. So he does a lot of weird roles like that because he also voices. Yeah, Groot. he's Groot. <laughs> Ah, does he voice any? He voices Groot. Vin Diesel. Yes, Vin Diesel voices Sam Vin Diesel. The Furious Man. Yes. Yeah. I'm the Wheel Man. Huh. The Bald Man from Fast I'm and the Furious. Okay. Also Triple X. Okay. Well, I knew that one. Yeah. But I'm still yeah. mad about Hercules. Yeah. <laughs> Jello Apocalypse. Jello Apocalypse did uh, one that Ares is really mad at, which is the the Ruby one. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because yeah. it's it's kind of the opinions are bad and you should feel bad. I, I uh, feel like they're well, saying he, things that are just blatantly wrong. <laughs> yeah, he was just saying things that weren't true about the media itself. Well, uh, especially since if Hercules was a bad movie, uh, Disney wouldn't have continued to allow it to be put in every single goddamn Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> That's fair. It's so good. <laughs> Listen, the art style slaps. Name another Disney movie that slaps that hard in the art. Hades? Gay icon. No. Um, you, you you are just biased towards goth men. Yeah. Okay. Because he's definitely listen, got the thing for, you know. Listen. Listen. <laughs> listen. Hmm. Persephone. It's I okay, meant in the movie Hercules... Yes. I meant in the movie Hercules within the context of the movie Hercules, not within Greek mythology. If we were gonna play a, uh, well, even if in the we movie. were gonna play a super giant game, which is the uh, doesn't appear in the movie. If we were gonna play a super giant game that was like um like the people who made Bastion and Transistor, the first one I think we would play for the channel is Hades, strictly because it's Greek mythology and we would have to have yes. Gray involved so Gray can just see all of the character designs and go. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ares too. That, Ares this, also this, like this Greek is mythology. true, but these these characters are drawn sp- like they cater to Gray heavily. Oh, <laughs> just just say the artist, the character designer is gay. <laughs> just say it. <laughs> also, you play as Hades, and all he does okay, is sass and quip. Also, oh, I love that. Okay, well, but also, Hercules, prime himbo before his time. Megara, so sexy. She wasn't some fucking, like, locked-away teenager like every other fucking Disney movie. No. She knew her shit. She was ready to scam Hercules. I love her. <laughs> I think... I think Megara was part of my bisexual awakening. Probably. Knowing, knowing you. Yeah, probably. The scene where she, like, bends over to, like, dry off her hair. Cam. Like, hello? Your thirst. Is that allowed? <laughs> I feel like I. Your thirst. Did you watch Sinbad as a kid? Untamable. No. Oh, no. I think I there's watched a, it once. There's a giant lady with gorgeously animated hair, and I don't remember what her role is because I haven't seen that. <gasps> yes, oh, I did. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Chaos. I think I, it was. I have not seen. I only saw the movie I once, and, like and it's before my brain bath. started creating memories. And she was like in a. <sighs> <laughs> Oh my Look, God. I'll be, I, I'll, I'll be honest. Treasure uh, Planet was probably my furry awakening. Like I know for everyone, ah! like, oh no, it was it was it was Robin Hood. No, Treasure oh, Planet no. was way better. Robin Hood was the Lady Captain. Robin yes. Hood has one yeah. very strong positive going for it, and it's got the origins of the hamster dance in it. No. Yeah, the rooster, the rooster, <laughs> like the bard minstrel, like sings like do 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 do. 
That's just like a plucky tune. That's the same fucking melody. (laughs) That's this note for note. The same fucking melody. It's it's possible. I don't I don't want to believe it though. I think the hamster dance is a plagiarist. (laughs) I think that hamster plagiarized. (laughs) <laughs> it could have been a folk song, guys. It is. It, like, it yeah, is. like it, it is. is. <laughs> but I folk. just, I like the theory that the hamster stole it from that goddamn rooster. Not from the hamster, like <laughs> the hamster, Mr. Hamster mm-hmm. himself. I don't know what hamster. Ham- we're hamster, about the hamster, hamster, from hamster from the H dance stole. <laughs> <laughs> those of you unfamiliar with the hamster dance uh, no don't tell if you don't know what the hamster dance is log off you don't know the hamster dance i probably do but i probably just forgot because hold on let me get it (laughs) alex just played the tune real quick let me get the hamster dance it's it's very chip tunes now pinging you there it is okay yeah i know the hamster dance you figured it out Fucking yes, hamster dance. It was dance. a repressed memory. <laughs> for <laughs> for a long time, it was on. Birth- get the fuck out. For those for those birthday cards that you can get at Hallmark, oh, the, where yeah. they play audio, the hamster dance was very popular. Oh with yeah, those so for it's a good definitely long while. like free domain. <laughs> Fucking Hallmark. God. Uh, Don't like Hallmark. Hallmark? Started making like cheesy birthday movies the same way they did Christmas movies, or like like cheesy any other movies the same day way they did Christmas movies. I would be unhappy. Yeah, I don't know if I'd like that because Hallmark movies are notorious. I just looked. (laughs) They are, but that's. I just looked at my remaining disk space. Like you know how you're recording with Audacity at the bottom, it tells you how much how much time of audio you could record. The last time we like last week's podcast, it said like forty to fifty hours of audio I could record. Since I've started editing for Paper Mario and VVVVVV. I fucking have 25 hours. I was 20 hours of space. <laughs> oh, shit. That's just funny. Cut, yeah, just cut that whole. Well, how how much um, how much edited. space does everyone else have? I have uh, 51 hours and 16 minutes. It's at the very 743 bottom. 743 hours. I can't believe Gray has more than me. <laughs> I, I do nothing that. with this laptop. I have 729 draw pictures of anime boys in this podcast. I need to, I need to get yeah, a new hard to, disk. Yeah, I need then, to buy an external uh, hard uh, drive. To be fair, I did. I literally just resurrected this uh, this laptop for this thing we're doing. <laughs> that is fair. Um, it did remove everything on that laptop when you did everything. that. Everything. Yeah. Thank also, to, also to be fair, I also just need a completely new computer, uh, and what I'll likely do is I'll just upgrade to a better laptop, okay. and then uh, and then get an external yeah. hard disk. Okay, okay, okay. Hear mm-hmm. me out. Hear me out. I'm hearing yeah. out. I'm hearing. I'm hearing me out. I'm picking okay. it up. All right. All right. For disk base. Okay. You know those really big fucking things. Uh. There's a lot of big fucking things. They're not silent. They're. <laughs> Hold yeah. on. They're not xylophones. They're huh? you put a big you put a big disc. Are you talking on about a laser disc? A, a needle down. No. Shut the fuck up. Let me finish. You put okay. a big disc on it with a bunch of ridges, and old people love a it. Are you talking about it. a record? Yeah, you get you get records for vinyl. And you just shove that in your computer because that's a lot of disc space. <laughs> That the setup for that was just. Uh, it was a pun. Wow. <laughs> the setup for that wrong. one joke. I forgot what it was called. <laughs> you guys, I don't know. If I was playing funeral music. <laughs> Alex, I'm gonna play the hamster dance now. No. It's a lot of disk space. Am I wrong? Are you going to tell me that I'm wrong? You're not wrong. Yes. It makes me angry. <laughs> oh my god, Alex, remember the first time I ever played D&D with you? Um, <laughs> and my first interaction with Vassar, a character that I love dearly, um, that you bestowed upon me, was to tell the dragon a pun so that oh, we could get yeah. past losing a I do remember that. So I I had I didn't a, know that you were I had a table I had a either. table of random encounters while tra- traveling 
and uh, they they rolled the party rolled some very funny rolls, and they ended up seeing just a like giant gold dragon parked on the fucking dirt road of like the grasslands starting world one level one area and they they wake this thing up <laughs> and this dude's like pay the toll or i'll fucking kill you and then gray just told like was like what, what like i, still I was remember like wordplay <laughs> like wordplay was the currency was, so okay, gray told this. a pun it was this what do you call a uh, violinist, a viola player, a uh, fuck, I can't remember the other ones. Oh no, dragon's gonna kill a, you. A uh, trombone player and a um, what? What do you call him? And a xylophone player uh-huh. robbing a bank. You call it an orchestrated offense. <sighs> And I, yeah, I think I remember said, the dragon being angered by this, but not like angry at them, just frustrated <laughs> at the pun and left in a grumble. He said, get yeah, out of my sight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, first, you did. The dragon the didn't fly away. Did anything. Just pointed and said, get the fuck out of my eyesight right now. <laughs> I remember it, it was the very first time I had ever done anything in a D&D game in your games. Mm-hmm. And it was it was very much of like a setting. The, the best part about just, uh, just the, the best part about that uh, about that character that Gray plays Vassar is Vassar was gonna be an NPC guide I made for the rest of the group, but then I met Gray so and I wanted Gray to join, and so I was like, uh, if you don't have any ideas for a character, I can just give you this NPC who originally was supposed to be like a mechanic, like they <laughs> like they were good with like tinkering and they. Uh, they were kind of timid, and Gray just spun the character on their head, and they're like, "Oh no, they're sassy," and they wear a tube top, and they I, fuck. I tried, I tried so hard, I tried so hard to make Vassar timid, but no one else knew how to play yeah, a wordy very... bastard. Ever, no one else knew how to be a, a a wordy bastard, so I was like, "Okay, you know what? He's gay. Move, <laughs> move. I'm gay." And you know where that traces back to? Orem. <laughs> it does. Fucking love speaking that bastard. The... Can't wait to see him in this next D and D game. Uh, yeah, speaking it's of the be... very first time I'd ever played D and D. This is actually kind of a preview to something we're working on. Um, Hell yeah, Lily. Feel free to step in if you think I'm saying too much. But sure. the very first time I ever played D and D, Lily was the DM, and I made a character Orem, and I tried so hard to play him as like a like a like a legit bard at first you did um because i was like because he it was like you know he just woke up in a dungeon like in a prison and i was like okay he tries to play his thing to make the guard go to sleep failed tried it again failed okay you know what he seduces the guard i'm pretty sure it was a nat 20 that was aj's <laughs> game no it was it yes it was, was. It? okay Oh damn, the titty wizard! Him. Oh my god, you're right. That is I'm AJ's so sorry. Game. God, can't even the remember the right D and D game. I can. I'm sorry, Queen. I'm a uh, fake fan. Fake. But fan. we um we actually want to bring back that like that that first campaign. I had um and just like revamp it and like play it like like on for the channel recording. Yeah. Yeah, for the channel. No, we're we're, yeah. we're gonna play it for the channel. It's gonna be, it's I I personally have no experience with this campaign. Uh, however, from what I've heard about it, it's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. If it's... you just, it's gonna be fun. I'm so yeah. excited to play Orem again. If it, uh... if, you, if you're looking to get mm-hmm. into D and I personally my recommendation would be watch watching someone play it is a good way to kind of figure out the basic mechanics, especially. Uh, with uh if you're watching at the table because those people are likely a little bit more experienced so they'll they'll be more likely to show you some of the weird stuff that you can just absolutely get out to <laughs> yeah uh depending on like which group personally you're with. i picked up i feel like personally i picked but, up on D pretty fast just because um i like riddles but only if another person is there telling me the riddle so i can mm-hmm. riddle back at them and make them frustrated that's funny. I have a riddle to tell you after the podcast, then. Yeah. Oh. Um, I told it to Alex a few days ago. 
Well, tell me now. Oh, I don't know because I, I don't know if it'll be good for the podcast. Is, all right, who who all, all in favor of me telling Gray the stupid I. riddle? I by all means. All right, so Gray, you're a bus driver. Uh huh. All right, at your first bus stop, uh, about five what kids kind of get school? on. Yes, high school. Elementary or high school? It doesn't matter. Okay. Irrelevant. As long as it's not middle school. Yeah, it's not middle school. <laughs> You're not a middle school bus driver. Um, so thank God. Uh, at the first stop, ditch. at the first stop, it you, it's five kids get picked up. And mm-hmm. as you're driving along, uh, this is a weird bus stop. So at the second stop, um, seven people get on, and two of them get off. Um, okay. And the third stop, there's four that get picked up, and three more get dropped off. Okay. Are you following? Yes. All right, and at the fourth stop, all of them get off the bus, and... Um, it drives away. Um, but there's a really important question to be asked. Okay? Uh-huh. What color are the bus driver's eyes? Aw, that's romantic. <laughs> 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 They're green. What color are your eyes, Kim? They're green. Did you say that because you knew that they were your eye color? Or because you were guessing? They're my eye color. You, because you're you, the bus driver. You, you gave it. You gave them an. Yes. You gave I, Gray an alibi. You gave them an out by saying it like that. We don't know now. I'm the bus driver. <laughs> yeah. I'm so the bus the, driver. The, my eyes are green. The whole thing is that it, it. The riddle is based on the crux of you starting off by saying you are a bus driver to the other. Johnny's person. mama had three. Most people don't. Most people do not follow the riddle after that yeah. point. They get too caught up in the numbers. It's the game of it's the, the same it's the same thing. With those, I, I'm gonna um, be completely honest with you. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I stopped keeping count, and in my head, I was formulating what bullshit response I should say <laughs> because I'm very bad at math. Yeah, right. I was like, I think it's eleven, or is it twelve, including me? Okay, no, I gotta. There's I gotta a, play it's the, it's, that, I gotta it's play the, this. those uh, not riddles, but like wordplay where it's like telling you a bunch of things about cows. And then it asks you like a question, and your response is because you're thinking of cows. You say milk, but it's something else. I don't remember. I don't. <laughs> it's something completely yeah. random. That's yeah. Hey. It's hmm. <laughs> what? What do you eat soup with? Spoon. What do you scoop ice cream with? An ice cream spoon. scoop. What do you do with your homies? Oh, I spoon, spoon. with them. Exactly. You get it. You get <laughs> it. I think that's you a good point a to call spoon. break. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. All right. And we're back. Yeah, we, uh, are. we did a lot of gabbing about D and D. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! Break. You okay? Oh shit! You good? Yeah. I dropped. A, I dropped the object I was fiddling with. What was the object you were fiddling with? A tape measure. Oh. <laughs> tape measure. Heavy. Stim in peace. I'm playing. I'm, I've been yeah. playing with a like a Nintendo amiibo cards I got to get all the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild DLC items mm-hmm. because I didn't want to buy amiibos. I just wanted the little NFC cards. Yeah, yes. they're very nice. You can just buy like the bottoms of the amiibos. Well, that's what I did. The NFC cards are those, but they're like debit card thick, so they're just a bunch of really they're nice. They're like. And they yeah. have some nice. Are there some nice art printed on them? Oh, well, there you go. I miss playing D and D. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, you're about Good to do it for your it. not job. <laughs> for your not job. Yeah, you're gonna you're this. you're gonna do it to record it, and also on next next Saturday, we're just gonna play for fucking fun. I'm so excited. What kind of uh, Vez have you ever played D and D? I've played it a lot. <laughs> Vez, okay, Vez played in my uh, played so in my group that was commission. with a uh, with Mo Lily and Vez. We had a fourth party um, for a while. Vez has been I in like because I wanted to make sure Vez wasn't excluded. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I have Vez I have a cat I have a catalog of thirty characters that I have played oh, at least oh. one session with. Huh. Oh, holy shit! He's been What's in at least ELS ten of my D and D games. Uh, What's your favorite type of character to play? Oh, um, 
my favorite kind of character to play is always going to be the uh, lovably stupid like character. Mm. I like to play Rainbow. characters who don't know a lot but have a lot to say. <laughs> I love that. That's, I like, all, um, that's perfectly understandable. I like characters that are heavily suspicious of every situation and wish to save their own skin <laughs> over everything else. That's fair. That's very valid. Uh, for me, I don't know if I have a favorite character like type that I like to play just like as one type. However, mm-hmm. I a lot of my characters are like nice people for the most part. So every once in a while, when I play something that isn't a nice person, it's really fun. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) My characters are, like, they're selfish, but, like, they bond to a group. So they're usually, like, very loyal to, like, the party. But everyone, every NPC is a... Everybody else. They hate their fucking guts. (laughs) Internally. (laughs) I suppose that's fair. Uh, So... I've tried to play different types of characters, but... (laughs) It's it tends hard. to always boil down to the same type of trope, smug which bastard. is just the smug bastard, exactly. Which is just, excuse me, he asked no pickles. <laughs> Usually in heels. Why not? I can't I mean, that's walk fair. in heels in the real world. Why not put them on the character I play in the D&D world? I mean, that's fair. When I, I created a lizard folk fighter for one of Lily's campaigns, and uh, just watching, hearing everyone's reaction when I say something like yeah, I want to go find some homeless people. And like, why? To kill them. Want to kill them. <laughs> Jesus. Uh... And you're just like, oh, why? Lord. Because I want to eat them. <laughs> okay. Hungry. Find some rich people to eat. You see, the rich people usually have guards, so I can't get away with eating them. You can them. eat the guards. He was a pure survivalist, is his character's idea. Yeah, the, the character was like, well, if you're not weak enough to live, then, you know, I'm going to use you to live <laughs> by eating you. you no, no one in the party huh. liked him. No one liked him. but Well, mm-hmm. they liked him out of character, but the characters just absolutely fucking mm-hmm. hated him. Yeah. It it got to a point where I wrote a post, a post like I call canon, a post. no, a, a post canon like fan fiction oh. about the events, the events that occurred that led to the party and him having like a final fight to the death. Yeah, oh, shit, that's pretty good. That. What's your guys's favorite? I guess this is just for me and Lily. I guess because I think we're the only people mm-hmm. that have DM'd. What's your favorite environment you've ever, or like dungeon or situation you've made? Oh, that's easy. Uh, Grey Tower. Hmm. Grey Tower is fun. Um, Which one? No, did I play in that one? No, you were not in the town in the campaign that involved Grey Tower. Um, okay. Alex wasn't story. in the campaign. Vezos the only person here that was in that campaign. Mm-hmm. But the long, long story short regarding Grey Tower, it was a, it was my way of using several horror elements that I've been building up as a DM for a for D and D games for like almost four or five years and i've after like i finally like decided i was gonna use horror in one of my games i decided to like fully dive into it with the gray tower stuff where i use pretty much every basically everything in that in that part of the game like if you put it all on like a board and how it connected to each other it would be like one of those conspiracy theory like red (laughs) string boards Is basically That's the me. it was that really, was really, really good. <laughs> yeah, I I was trying to conspiracy theory Alex's game, and I still am. Mm-hmm. But he's very tight lipped about it, even though I try to pry the answers. Out I I will works. I will like I won't spoil like that because it's like end game shit. But uh, ever until it happens, it, like uh, but the um, my favorite thing I've tell done. Me if I've gotten close, no. But um, Damn. any response Gray gives, I just go could be. But um, maybe the, well, it does uh, the same thing. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> it's the best response to give as a DM. Maybe it is. But um, yeah, that's why the I keep uh, my favorite it. environment or thing I've created is something that's still on paper because I have yet to get a party to this part of my campaign yet. Is the um? Is it the it, one we're playing? Yes. Is that eventually <gasps> um? 
is that eventually there is an arc where there is a um there is some sort of a celebration going on and then uh the party like rests at an inn at that town and they wake up and they're like it's still nighttime and they go outside and it turns out that uh they're in the like planar scape of dreams and it's, the festival has now turned into horrible clown hell and now they have now they have to escape horrible clown hell I was I was expecting like Twilight Zone, the, the Twilight Zone slash Star Trek. They're stuck in a time loop and have to find a way out. The sun so, is gone. No, yeah, the sun has been stolen. Oh, it's but no, it is hell. it is clown hell. I have so many songs in waltz time and oh, so many calliope tracks. Facing, uh, I hate it. What I remember you told us we'd be facing was tiny wizard, t- tiny like. Uh, mechanic wizard things. Mm-hmm. Yep. That live underground. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the names of them because I'm stupid. Oh, um, I create. Um, there. You know. The, I think in um. Facing... I think in uh. I think in Dungeons and Dragons they have under dark gnomes, but I read. Yes. They're called I, the okay. uh, Sverf Neblin. I or deep gnomes. Re, I, yeah, deep gnomes. I remade them to be little mechanics like tinkerers which is gnomes but their visual aesthetic is that they look like a tomberry from final fantasy just like a round <laughs> head but blue with two dots for they're eyes adorable. with I'm big really wizard and hats knife. and their and their wizard hat height is uh their rank in society the higher the hat the better <laughs> you are i'm super excited to face those uh tomberries because- are frightening they yeah, they fought them the in my uh, in my tur- in my tournament arena arc. They fought one, and what that means is that they had a giant mech body suit that made them like a level oh. that made them like a level twelve fighter. It beat the <laughs> shit out of Asar. So what you're saying is they uh, they like combined and into oh one. The, like the Wait, deep gnomes' oh yeah, danger them, is in is in numbers and in resources. Yes, if you are <laughs> if you are dealing with deep gnomes in their territory and let's say there's five, they can arm like a tank, like a Zordon level mech with like different limbs piloted by different people. <laughs> They're very it's just, so they just the become power the power rangers. rangers. Yes. <laughs> I definitely want to have deep gnome like Sentai team <laughs> color code. I love that. I I would love for Vassar to just try kicking the shit out of one and then like 12 more come oh, or the, like the, Yushi the, or yeah. something. The final thing about that um that campaign and specifically Clown Hell is the antagonist of Clown Hell speaks only in rhyme like Gruntilda from Banjo-Kazooie. I hate it. Oh god, I hate it. I have been preparing a <laughs> oh, long no. list of responses for everything these people could Here. fucking say to me so that I can rhyme back at them. They're, they're, oh gonna, they're gonna say something. They're gonna say Alex, something you know, and you're gonna be like, wait, hold on, son of a bitch. Alex, you know me. Mm-hmm. You've played this game with me. You know that's not gonna work. I'm gonna... If, he just if, has if, a if response start for baiting, the, something you don't have. I'm going to... Hmm. I just thought, oh I God, just thought of something that if I don't have a rhyme, I rhyme with what you said instead of making my own rhyme. That's fair. Huh. You just you say what they said, but with in rhyming couplets. Yeah. <laughs> Orange. Doorhinge. Fucker. <laughs> Hate you. you, don't even, I, you don't and I also to... can and I can always uh, rely on hee hee hoo hoo because it's a clown, and then rhyme with you at the end. Oh fuck! You got this figured out. I'm terrified. I have I have so many clown honk sound effects. <laughs> I'm terrified. I, I can't I, I can't imagine what the the hee hee hoo hoo fuck a you roll initiative. <laughs> I attack the you. I attack the you. Man, I really should reboot. I should reboot Lily's version because I want Lily to have fun with it too. Because it's it's a, such a fun campaign. Because it's like it's all goofy. All I have is like goofy goofy plans, and then at the end it becomes fucking deadly serious. <laughs> <laughs> become oh, something so major sad. happens that makes it from like a fun adventure to like oh oh shit i was considering um having <laughs> vasar try to become a megalomaniac oh yeah if he isn't already <laughs> there's spe- speaking of things that are like i think vasar has like two boyfriends a- right now <laughs> yes speaking of like 
things in D and D that start out every, as every fun for all the family and turn into super serious. Uh, every Lily uh, ran a campaign. Yeah. Oh, yeah. which campaign? Uh, <laughs> where so it started out, uh, and with that campaign, we were all playing characters that were like teenagers for the most part. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know uh, which campaign and, you're bringing up. And so we start out, and it's like, okay, uh, today's the carnival, and you oh, guys boy. are going. <laughs> and long long story short, so we go th- we go through the, basically the whole session, just messing around with carnival stuff, and then at the end, it's just like, oh hey, by the way. Uh, shit's gotten real now. Bandits are attacking the so, city with cannons. <laughs> if if I would be allowed to give the exact description of the events yes, going please. into that one. By all means. So, the game's premise was that the world the players were in was they were on a they were on a continent where instead of like oceans separating like these main islands of the continent, mm-hmm. it was um big deep crevasses filled with trees that like went up to ocean level so like if you looked you'd see a forest but if you went in you would go like down to the seafloor in some spots that's fun i like that um so the town the party was in was like a small community separated from everything else it was like the only thing on that little island um and a yearly carnival would come into town for um a the holiday which was um to the god of the s- towards the end of spring, early summer, um, and so it was like a carnival. It was the Tempest Brothers, and um, the party spent the entire day doing like things like they were playing carnival games. So they were playing like the the thing where like you throw a baseball to milk bottles kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sort of stuff uh, all session, and they did that for like an hour and a half. And then I had them go into the big top for like a fun little um, show that was terrible on purpose. Like by me, I made it terrible on purpose. The, they were playing it very straight. The characters mm-hmm, in mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. carnival. <laughs> um, but so after um, that point, um, like there's a big boom, and at first everyone's thinking, "Oh, is it like part of the show?" And then like people start like milling out of the big top in like a fervor, and the party comes outside and sees like uh, bandits attacking the town with cannons. Oh, um, and shame. so the end of that session is the party escaping their town and like running into the wilderness. Hmm. As it was children, basically my, you. Yeah, yeah, it was my re- it was my reason to get the party adventuring. Like mm. it was the it was That's the crux to their adventure. Yeah, the uh, uh, half the party left the game after that session. I um when we couldn't like back when I. It was, like, when we had long hiatuses between game sessions like we do right now, I was running another separate game with the people at the time that were the most available. We had a side campaign. And we did, like, it was basically, it was, it was basically me running, um, already made adventures off of, like, a DM's (laughs) guild. Yeah, like, it started as, like, an original thing, and then I was like... While they're going on the quest, I'll just bombard them with, like, um, adventures and campaigns that already exist. Like, uh, I threw in some Curse of Strahd. Um, there was a Christmas adventure that, like, Will Wheaton's son the wrote. Christmas adventure was great. It was very wholesome because it was, again, one of those carnival things. Like, do a little, like, like, like carnival games. And then all of a sudden, like, the, um, the food started getting stolen. And there was, like, this big rock golem that came out of the ground. And, uh, the, the party whooped his ass and then he just sat on it he just fell over and started fucking sobbing and the party was like ah oh no what we're a bunch of bastards we ruined we ruined this rock's christmas fuck (laughs) we saved his life did save his life but you ruined his christmas you ruined his christmas temporarily they consoled him they consoled him we consoled him but you did make him. You, you did start, make the boy cry. Start crying. Well, yeah. He, Christmas uh, is over. Yeah. <laughs> it's Christmas time. But that was again. a funny. That was a fun Christmas art because it took place on a tropical island, hands. so it was just like sunny, oh, like clear blue skies, and like a tropical venue. And it's like Christmas. Have a Christmas. I really like playing with Max because he's like a half tiefling. Yeah. But he doesn't want people in whatever sense that makes him that world. (laughs) The start of of that campaign is that, um, 
I don't remember why. Political but... saboteur. Oh, right. <laughs> so the point was that Max's brother is like the, the mayor of a town because their father passed on and gave him the title or whatever. But he's running it in the Max ground and he's like, he's like ruining people's lives and making them like forced labor. And so uh, the whole point of the group was that they were trying to cut... To gather enough people to pull a coup on the town, which is, like, a major human, like, almost a capital. And so they're all just, like, doing subterfuge. But the first thing they do is that the party waltzes up to, like, the big bad's house, which is Max's brother, who's on good terms with him. (laughs) He's just an asshole. (laughs) So he comes up to the top, and I gave Max, like, the typical, like, boss of the, hey, how you doing? Like, that voice. Meanwhile, Max has, like, this faint, like, British accent. (laughs) Like, Maxi boy. Yeah. And, um, the thing is with, um, Max's brother is that he was just a dumb shit. So, like, I don't remember why, but Gray brought up something about frogs. And I don't no idea why he brought frogs? up frogs. Yeah, you brought up frogs and you were talking about them leaping or something. And then your brother puts his arm around Max's shoulder and goes, Maxie. Oh, it was an analogy. Yeah, you were using an analogy about frogs. And then you like he put his arm around you and goes, Maxie, frogs can't jump, dude. Like, he just, just, <laughs> just, just out of nowhere throws this conspiracy theory belief that frogs are incapable of jumping. And then that entire encounter ends with, I think, Max turning the brother into a bear. Because he had... Okay, here's what happened. It was uh, healing potions because we don't have a healer in the party. So, oh, right. They, like, I forgot. I, I created, I've created Crazy Dave's uh, healing potions, which are really like... They're like medium healing <laughs> potions, which are really good for early game when you have like 12 hit points. So, But the, uh, the downside is yeah. it's like wild magic where you have to roll on a table for a random effect. And he and Max fed a potion to his brother, and the roll turned him into a goddamn three bear. <laughs> a wild, he turned three. He became a goddamn three grizzly bear. And so he Max just runs out of the room and locks the like, bear. This entire this entire time, by the way, bear. I had an edited version of a Phoenix Wright like jazz cover playing. Edited to sound Were you like playing coming... the smell of dark coffee? Yeah, yes, but it was playing through like a transistor radio filter, so it sounded like it was coming mm-hmm. through the PA system of the house. And so I, they, he, like Max runs out of the place and locks the door behind him. And so I go very quickly, go to YouTube and locate bear sounds, download the MP3, <laughs> put it in Audacity, put a low pass filter on it so it sounds muffled, then put the jazz on top of it. So while the party's talking about what to do in this hallway, they just hear the smooth jazz with just muffled. <laughs> because what happened? I remember this so from the other I was side. so proud of myself. I was so fucking proud of myself. So he turned Max into a deaf, angry bear. Because oh, right. He, he was deaf because that was one of the other effects. Right. Deaf, angry bear. And I remember you saying, he, he goes, huh? And then he goes, fuck you. And then he turns into a bear. <laughs> he does go, fuck you. <laughs> and Max is like, oh boy, this went a lot better and worse than I expected. So he locked him in his office and he went up to the closest jazz player and he like grabbed him and was like, listen, my brother is doing some vibing. He's doing some new age meditation and you cannot stop playing jazz this as entire, loudly yeah, as you this, can this for entire, the next 24 hours. This, yeah, this like like that entire time that was happening, is, <laughs> the backing track is just muffled bear sound effects. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. bear jazz just yeah, while the sm- while Yeah, while the smell of dark coffee, is that what it's called? Yes. Okay, then I got it right. Yeah, it's just playing that nice jazz cover from, like, the Phoenix Wright Jazz album that Capcom put out. By Insane in the Rain? No, the Capcom... No? The Capcom, of, that file. Capcom did several jazz, like, arrangement albums for different games. They did it for Monster Hunter, too. Please tell me you still have Bear Jazz. Oh, Bear Jazz is still a .wav file in my computer's folders, yes. <gasps> Can we put this at the end of this I'm going, podcast? I'm going, to give while I'm explaining this, I've, I'm going to send the file to Lilith, and Lilith can put it in under this <laughs> anecdote. Please, Lily. Yeah. Yay. It was so fucking funny, because Alex was like, so you're just gaslighting the, the entire staff of this mansion into playing nonstop jazz music and then, for the next the, the best part about it is it didn't take much convincing, because the staff, everyone hates this dude. They're working with him because they have to, legally. 
<laughs> yeah, Max was like, it wasn't necessary either. Like Max is like so serious about this coup, but he's like, I wanna, I wanna fuck with my brother <laughs> before steal. we go. I want to fuck with him. I cannot remember Something. for the life of me what the frog... It wasn't about frogs jumping, but it was just literally was... like... Oh, I oh, oh, either. I remember what it was. Earlier in that arc, you guys got ambushed by giant frogs like fucking Konosuba. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, and like, you guys, got your a- you guys got your asses beat. So you were talking to your brother about it, and he goes, Maxi, frogs ain't real. <laughs> He just, I forgot he I forgot that he completely I forgot it I thought it was something about frogs. I forgot he was a frog fucking non believer. Yeah, a denialist. So you think he's not a bad guy. Now you understand why Max wants him gone. Imagine having to answer to that. Imagine, Imagine that, that being that the mayor being of the like a, the most major mining town in human civilization. Imagine being the secretary and half brother to that. No. 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 Just no. Goodbye. No. What was his name? Like, oh, I think it was. Oh, fuck um, me if I can remember that. Samuel. I. It was I, Samuel, but we na- renamed him Jeffrey. Oh yeah, his. We changed. Why did you rename him Jeffrey? That's a good. Because point. I couldn't remember his. All name of the time, ta- I gave. I let the party name all the NPCs and town names for one session, and we got Jeffrey. The town of Yankton. <laughs> yeah, I know you. You always talk about Yankton. Fucking Yankton <laughs> is the town. There was a, there were more, but those are the those are the highlights. But yeah, that that went those once, and I was like, no one wants to come up with names. I'll just roll some names that sound better than Yankton. It was Samuel. <laughs> I remember that, but I could not, for the fucking life of me, remember that it was Samuel. But yeah, that so came like, you know that what? um that it's like Jeffrey. side campaign was to keep us busy. But it turns out that the group that was in there were the most readily available, and then they all became the most not available people. So that one got yeah. We were like really one session in into lives. Curse of Strahd, and then it got buried. As yeah. you do. <laughs> I would like to bring back Max at some point because that was fun. I had just... <laughs> like I have an idea to have them involved in uh the current campaign. My plan was to ha- oh. at the end of Curse of Strahd, whatever magic was keeping Bar- it's Barovia, right? It is Barovia. Barovia. Okay. That was keeping Barovia in like the mist zone or whatever. Like in my world Barovia like is just like it was like it's like a time capsule. Like time has not that, progressed inside, but when the curse is broken, it comes back to modern day. So like what I was going to ha- the the side arc, I was going to just end it completely there. And then we, when we got to a certain point in the main campaign, you guys just would stumble upon Barovia and be like, "What the fuck? This isn't on the map." <laughs> <laughs> this is not a map. I also I created, that's technically I created, accurate. I I changed Strahd's character so much because I wanted to give Gray a boyfriend in the game. And I was like, maybe I'll just make a redemption arc for Strahd. Oh, no. I was like, uh, this whole time I was wondering, is Alex gonna call me out about wanting to fuck? Because Strahd? because Strahd is like an absolute dick bag and a son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed yeah. to like him, yeah. but, but he, Gray's listen. character just constantly wanted to bang him. So. Max if you guys, if you, for people, morality. for people, hold on, for people who don't know Curse of Strahd, yeah. um, Strahd is an incel. Yeah, Strahd is an absolute yeah. incel. <laughs> He's an incel vampire yeah. that lives in a, that is cursed an entire region because he just wants this one lady. Yeah. That looks like his dead wife. That's all yeah. he, That is a reincarnation listen. of his Oh, it's, dead it's wife. an actual reincarnation. I thought it was just a looky-loo. Did, you didn't read all of Curse of Strahd. Looky-loo. <laughs> Max was like, you I'm know what? This could be a powerful ally in getting rid of the my side arc. Was brother. the side arc was where I did the least amount of prep, and it was mostly because we all just had an itch to play still, like constantly. Yeah. So we were um. I so like I so I like back, I was though, like Strahd seems like fun. I'm just gonna skim the book really fast and like do like that's the not parts a book that you can se- skim. Do the part that seems like fun. That is <laughs> not a book you can sex. skim. I will be. I basically what basically I wasn't running Curse of Strahd. I was running in the Barovia setting. Strahd was there, and then I had my own story with the pieces from the from the book. <laughs> like I I was not running Curse of Strahd. Every copy the... of Curse of Strahd is personalized. Yeah, yes you do. 
Mine involves Strahd being able to be redeemed. My my theory was I... that he was like the curse had done had made him an incel and he's actually fucked. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's a like fine, he was, that's not he was fine before, but then he got cursed by doing something stupid and now he's an incel. So <laughs> I mean, the whole the whole thing of curse of Strahd is like the what ha- is um the influence of like the of one man's horrible decision. Mm-hmm. Cause like the whole the whole thing about it was that he uh, he killed his brother because he wanted to marry uh, uh what was her name Oh I don't fucking know I just said I Irina the... is the reincarnation but her name is uh oh oh fuck oh I can't remember her name uh Strahd's lady crush That's the one That's the name You got it <laughs> that's, Hold that's on the name. I'm trying I'm that's trying to That's a Christian think. name says it right oh, here in the book. Oh. Strahd's Lady Crush. Mm-hmm. Irina Koliana. If, if you look closer, you'll see Woman Crush Wednesday. You better Google fast. We got two minutes on the clock. Irina Koliana is... Uh, oh, Tatiana. The woman's name uh, is Tatiana. Tatiana. Oh, well, there you go. Nice. Exactly. I feel like that's the name of a drag queen. But yeah, I I completely rewrote Strahd like completely from being a bad from being bad decisions and incelness to being like an idiot. (laughs) Listen, I never in my entire life thought that my decision to be like, you know what, let me just make this character like be, be be like a like not a corporate whore. It's there's another name for it. Um. Just a regular whore? Just just a regular whore. I never thought it would be exposed on a podcast. (laughs) And now I'm just sitting here like, wow, this is cringe. But you know what? I'm just going to It's my cringe. (laughs) It's my cringe. It's my cringe and I want it now! (laughs) Call J.G. Wentworth. 877 877 cringe now. (laughs) 877 cringe now! I get to enjoy it. You know, it's my cringe. I can't believe we spent an hour talking about D and D on our podcast. It's That's fun. A general podcast. Yeah, I can. Hey guys, I, guess what? Y- we y'all like are D&D. so good at D and D, and I knew it would be a very, very uh, uh, rich vein because y'all are really good at D and D, and I'm really excited to get back into it. And it's yeah. something that we are planning to bring to the channel soon. So I thought, why not? Yep, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be called the Fable Fable. It's a great way to introduce introduce it to you, our listeners. Keep an eye out for the Fable Table. I will be... I'm working on some concept art right now for something that AJ is hoping to bring to the Fable Table. Sweet. Their character? Uh, like, like, um... Cover art, basically. Oh! Okay. You'll have to wait yeah. to see well, bef- before we give away the, the before, before we give away too much of our project, see, I think we should probably see, ca- cut the see, episode. See, see you next time. See you next see, time. See you next time. Goodbye. Insert bear jazz here. Thank <laughs> you.